Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. to the queens hello ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i am as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hi alex hi everybody um merry early christmas since that's this weekend it kind of snuck up on me um yeah uh i i want to since we don't do vtg anymore which we should bring that back i know we talked about it but we should bring that back but since we don't do vtg anymore i'm going to use this time to talk about one match uh from old joshi um because alex cannot stop me so uh this past weekend i saw somebody on twitter i feel bad because i don't remember their twitter account but I'll look it up and I will I will say it at some point in this little spiel. Um they said they did a a thread of the best their favorite um all Japan women's matches from 1984. And you know I I looked through them and I saw one or two that kind of like piqued my interest. Uh and it was Linus Asuka and Shikusa Nagayo versus Jaguar Yakota and Devil Masami um from September and I was like okay like I'll I'll check this out just because I haven't seen a ton of uh, early '80s, I guess '84, but early '80s uh, crush gals. I usually watch their their later stuff. So I I went ahead and I watched it. I watched the first one, um, and it was it was good, but it ended in like a, a stoppage because Jaguar got hurt, right? Um, and Linus Asuka and Chikus and the guy, despite being the most popular wrestlers of all time, uh, were just being the little shits and kind of being the heels, surprisingly, <laughs> where they were just kind of being like really aggro and really just dickheads and so i was like oh that was good but the finish was and then they ran it back that was in the fuji tv cup in 84 they ran it back in the finals and that match the the finals was so fucking good it was like insane i was i was obsessed with it i still am obsessed with it if you couldn't tell it was so good like again Linus and chigusa you don't usually see them being kind of the uh the assholes. I mean, you, you do sometimes because I think that's just a Joshi thing. I think every Joshi wrestler has that kind of like dickhead in them. Um, I don't think any babyface in Joshi history has ever been like a a John Cena type. I think they always have that kind of that that vinegar in them, and it's kind of it's kind of sick. Um, but yeah, this match was just so good. Uh, the the comeback from Jaguar was so good because obviously she got injured in the first one, so like that was weighing on it. Um, I don't know. Have Have you seen this match? Because I checked, it wasn't on any of the all Japan, all the cl- uh, on the classics episodes. They didn't include it. If it I know is, that's if how it's you not on classics. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Not on I'll send you the link. New. It is so good. Um, the person I was talking about is at Chick Fritz. Two T's and an S. Okay. Um, just a retro uh, wrestling enjoyer. That, that account that was I... like taken down briefly because <laughs> um, I was looking. I was looking for the thread the next day, and it was like this account has violated our media policy or something. <laughs> and it was gone, so I wasn't sure. It was all still Japan, there. All Japan Women's is is out to get them. No, um, they're very bad for copyright. Actually, apparently, it's it's wild because I don't even know who technically owns them anymore. Is it still like these? I don't know. I think like Samurai the... Strikes. 
the stuff, but I don't know. This is pre samurai because because like Maybe the eighty threes, eighty fours. It's probably Fuji. Yeah, it'd probably be. Fuji. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'll send you the link to the match because it is so good. I love it so much. Um, I suggest anybody go check it out. Um, and yeah, I just wanted okay. to give a little shout because also the Crush guys are going to be in America for the first time. Um, that in, is incredible. Like thirty five days. Holy shit! Years. Fair play um, to the West Coast Pro guy. For oh yeah, pulling that off. That is uh, that is amazing. Like the Crush guys. You can get you can get your goose out there, but I don't. I think Oscar hasn't been out there in like decades for like a public appearance. Linus Oscar just like falls off the face of the earth for a while yeah. and then pops back up. Yeah, she's uh she's seen, she's kind of back on the wagon for Which the is time sick. being. Um, yeah. I I love just seeing them together. It it does genuinely mm-hmm. warm my heart. Um, but yeah, that that match the Fuji Cup TV Tournament Finals in 1984 uh, it was tremendous. It, it's so good. Um, I rec- I recommend anybody go check that out if they have the chance. It's on YouTube. Um, if you just look up Linus Asuka and Shikusenkai versus Jaguar Yakota and Devil Masami, you will find it. So, um, yeah, I'm about to go on like a deep dive of Devil Masami because she is so fucking good. She's a beast. <laughs> I like her. I like Jaguar. Oh, yeah, Jaguar, Jaguar like I mean, fascinates they're... me because she she yeah. she works at a speed that shouldn't be as fluid as it is, but it's yeah. it's still fluid. Like she she moves at three times the pace of everybody else, and it looks flawless. I don't understand how she did it at all. Uh, it's yeah, I love Jaguar. I mean, um, all four of them are tremendous, obviously. Um, yes. But yeah, I, like as somebody who's seen enough Crush Gals, um, I, I will say that like I haven't seen as much Jaguar and as much Devil Masami, uh, especially Prime Devil Masami. So like this, one, I was just like, holy shit, these are these wrestlers are they are insane. I love them. Great match. <laughs> I, I highly recommend it. All right. It also uh, well, the crowds also made the uh, the watch through of the year end tour hell because yeah, <laughs> those crowds were you so hype. You can't do it. It's going from these like young women screaming for the idols to uh to the library of stardom. Not not ideal. No. Yeah, I, I went um, directly from this to a uh, Sai Ida versus Yuzuki. I'm just like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't do this right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this show is brought to you by the Five Star Network. Uh, head on over to the Five Star Network.co for all of the latest articles and podcasts from the wonderful world of wrestling. Uh, I don't know if you have anything new to contribute. You had the draft last um, week, but I don't I don't think you've done anything new. Yeah, go check out No Limit Wrestling Show on YouTube. Um, we did a draft and whatnot. Uh the website's actually currently down, so I won't be writing anything. Uh even like, you know. Cause I, I don't know it's going to be back up, so I'm not going to like dive into something if I can't publish it. Uh, but hopefully I'll be back up soon. Um, away from the Five Star Network, briefly, uh, it, it is no... <laughs> there, are, there are no connections between these two things. But uh, last week, I was on the Five Star Joshi Show with Scott. We talked about some star, and we talked about a lot of things. We talked about uh, the Azumi Suzu, uh, like that generation of wrestlers and what they're going to do coming up. Talked about I talked about Nozaki might maybe coming in. I thought that would be a cool like fancy booking thing I did. And yeah, I talked with Scott last week on his show, Five Star Joshi Show. So check that out on YouTube as well because that was a fun time. Um, not not related in one anyway. The the network and the show. Yeah, the um, names the names kind of confuse <laughs> probably, but yeah, they yeah. are two different things. Uh, Five Star Joshi Show is is Fight Game Media. Mm-hmm. And Five Star Network is the Five Star Network. So, so after you're it. done checking out all of the wonderful things on the Five Star Network, go check out my appearance on Scott's show. 
let's be honest here most people who are here know scott already <laughs> i yes. mean does yeah we're not we're we not are very any we, are, ground. we are very heavily associated with scott <laughs> that'll happen we all came from the same place really didn't we yes. the last word uh used to write together us and the, and and the new are. japan commentator ain't that crazy <laughs> that's still so weird to me I know he, like, he texted me the other day and I was just like, really? it's crazy. This is, yeah, we, we were, uh, he was asking if I knew something. Um, oh. And I was just like, it's crazy. This is just where we're at. Like <laughs> these people I met when I was like, you know, 17, you know, 16, 17. And it's just like, I don't know, crazy. But yeah. There's another guy who runs an indie in Texas who like joined briefly as well. Um, mm. I think he just booked a cool Alex Shelley match too, and I'm like, how? Like, how does this happen? Um, Alex yeah, Shelley no, is not... like wrestling everywhere. It's great, uh, but that's yeah, that's the point. Anyway, we had a busy week news wise uh, for for Stardom. Uh, the first thing that we should probably address was the United Japan Pro Wrestling Industry mm. Group. So people got a bit carried away with this. Um, <laughs> It is it is a group of promotions that have come together and their their mission statement is to make sure that professional wrestling contributes to cultural and sporting sectors, um, wants a healthy industry. They want to represent themselves um kind of on a government level as well, which I think is the real reason they all came together. Uh this yeah. seems like a power thing to be like, hey, we together are going to, you know, decide things with government communications. Yeah, I think the news that came out today uh, kind of further proves the necessity for this. Um, <laughs> the news that came out today, obviously, being that uh, it is very possible that Cork and Hall gets demolished uh, as they might be rebuilding the Tokyo Dome in a different area. So Cork and Hall would be just a part of that de dem demolition, right? Um, not saying that they are doing this to save Cork and Hall, because none of these companies own Cork and all, but things like that, where they are completely going to be overlooked, like their needs are not whatsoever met by the government or by anybody. Nobody gives a fuck. Uh, I think that's what this group is going to try to prevent, right? Is is mm -hmm. things like that, where it's like, oh, well, you know, this is like a, a landmark for pro wrestling, but they don't give a fuck, because... Like they don't have any any lobbying power in in politics, so I think that's a big part of why this is a big deal. Um, again, I'm not saying that they are doing this to save Cork and all, but things like that where it's like, oh, this will heavily affect pro wrestling, but nobody gives a fuck. Um, they're going to try to be able to make people give a fuck. I think that's very important when it comes to as a as a political nerd. It is very important to have these sorts of like you know public. Uh, beacons for an industry because without it it's like you will just get crushed over and over again um so yeah it's, it's definitely a good it's a good idea in principle i don't know how well it will work but it, it is definitely a good idea yeah it's it's kind of something that you'd like to see more of um because they seem you know they they say that they want to improve practices of health and safety uh financial support for wrestlers while injured uh compliance training all stuff like this basically just improving the industry as a whole and occasionally when needed being able to take pro wrestling's side to the government and being like hey this is what we this is what we need this is what we want 
because obviously there was that recent thing where some government off- official like talk shit about wrestling and all the groups that's come together and be like hey screw you um, oh yeah. yeah so i think it's it's stuff like that they need to represent themselves at that level um so i think largely they've all come together for that reason but they're just going to run shows together because it's easy money right you, you just get to do oh. a multi-person tag and people will show up so the group the groups involved are new japan all japan noah ddt gambare pro big japan dragon gate stardom tokyo joshi pro and there is an opening for future kind of group members I don't think it's a coincidence that All Japan, Noah, and New Japan are the first three listed. I would imagine this is their brainchild. Hmm. Like those yeah, three it's, it's definitely an altogether thing. Uh, yeah, that's like kind those of grown from that. To me, it's those three really want to work together, and so Cyberfight and Bushiroad threw in all of the other groups. Right? I think TJPW is just there because Noah is there. I think Stardom is just there because New Japan is there. I don't suspect this means what some people thought of, oh, Stardom and TJPW are going to start working together. I I have my doubts. Um, I think... Yeah, I mean, I think that there is a bigger chance now. Like, I think the thing is here is that, and I talked about this uh, just in, like, on Twitter and, like, you know, talking to people, um, is that it's, like, the whipping power again this is this is kind of using political lingo but the whipping power of this is a lot stronger than the whipping power of assemble which i think a lot of people are comparing it to right where in assemble uh everybody was like yeah we'll work together but like not really fuck you i don't i hate all of you people here you know what i mean and that was just kind of how it was and you know they were offer matches and then they just it just died because there was no real uh market for a bunch of companies sending their wrestlers to not give a fuck um and not work together. I think that ultimately, no disrespect to Kira Hokuto, but ultimately I think Kenta Kobashi and all of the industry leaders in professional wrestling in Japan uh, have a bit more whipping power to be like, okay, you two are going to work together and play nice for now, for this show, or for this show, or for whatever. That's definitely a lot more whipping power there than with Assemble. So I do think there will probably be some greater level of crossover than there has been in previous years. But I don't think it's going to be like a, like, there's no, there's not going to be a TJPWX stardom, right? That's not going to happen no. outside of no. the realms of this, you know, union. Uh, unless, unless it's a solo big show. Because uh, what I, what my pause is, if you're doing stardom X TJPW, you are going to want it in a high spot on this card. Mm. But with all these Puro companies, there is a 0% chance these dudes let a Joshi match go on that late. I mean, we already saw New Japan, you know, they, they were throwing the toys out of the pram because women were on Wrestle Kingdom. You know what I mean? And there was all the reports about that and how the veterans didn't want the women going on over them and all that kind of stuff. So now you're going to have that. This is why we need to know. All Japan, Big <laughs> Japan, Dragon Gate. Like, if you're doing Stardom XTJPW, it's going to be like third on the show. And at that point, why would either company really to give a fair, shit? At least Glade isn't there, so Sh- Shima can't be like, let's just get them off the show and altogether. I don't think they should be here. Maybe, um, yeah. <laughs> at least at least Glade ain't there. That's all I'm saying. But, That's true. Um, yeah, I mean, for this show that we're talking about, this uh, Golden Week show, it depends. We don't know if they're doing offer matches or if this is a altogether on steroids. 
I imagine it's the offer matches, and I think people are going to be upset about that, but it's like, I guess it's a bit more realistic. Um, but if mm-hmm. it is a bit more cross-promotional, I could see them sending like a Mina and Maysera versus Arisa Endo and, I don't know, uh, Wakana. You know what I mean? Like, like us, like Arisa a very... Arisa literally in a tag team. Why didn't you pick her tag partner? Well, because they might be champions. There's no way that. Well, the that's a bit hopeful on my part. Yeah, um, that's that's very hopeful. No, they're 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 too protected, is what I'm trying to say. Um, that's fair. As a tag team, so like Endo away from uh, Suzume is less protected. Yeah, is less protected than them together. Um, that that's all I was I was getting at there. But I just like Arisa Endo, <laughs> so that's the first person who came up. Um, but just like a a lower card match where you know they'll probably send a Mina. You know, who's just somebody who can really fit in anywhere. She could do she could do any offer match for anybody. Um and not like a there's not gonna be a Miyu Mashta and Utami standoff at this show. I if there is, hey, that's sick. But there's not going to be. <laughs> no. I just don't see it. I really don't. Like, it's I like just a huge can't, five I just can't imagine that lasts like yeah. six minutes and it's nothing. I, I just I can't imagine Joshi getting a spotlight with all these men's companies. That's it. That's just it. Like, is all Japan gonna give up a spot for for Stardom X TJPW? Is Noah gonna give up a spot? Is DDT gonna give up a spot? I don't know. I wouldn't think so. Um, and while Cyberfight is kind of happy to present TJPW as like on the level roughly of the other two, uh, Bushiro doesn't really do that. So I think they're. Their focus is on what New Japan gets out of this more so than what Stardom gets out of it. Um, but I don't know. Like they might work together, but I just don't see it, and I wouldn't assume it because then I, you're gonna get disappointed if it doesn't happen. Also, similarly, I think the the biggest crossover that could possibly happen um, outside of these shows now is a Sendai Girls esque um, partnership, where it's like. Once every four years, you'll see a Chihiro Hashimoto show up and wrestle someone. Or, you know, Mako back in the day. Maybe not back in the day. Mako was around pretty regularly. But, like, you know, Kagetsu went over and wrestled wrestled somebody in 2018. You know, like, that sort of partnership where it's like, it's not really anything. Like, once in a blue moon, oh, maybe Miyu will come in for a big show. She won't. But, you know, maybe someone will come in for a big show or maybe someone will go over there for... But that's the most you will ever get out of this and that is very optimistic of me to say even just that um but that that's the most that you'll get out of this which would be cool but you know i'm not expecting it and if we get it then that's all the better um but you know I would just pump. I would just hold the brakes there a little bit on some of that. Um, you know, Star doesn't have many comedy wrestlers. I'm thinking because I was like, I was like, oh, you could you could put like a a hyper missile versus, and I was like, nobody. There's not really, huh? There's no not to anymore. You <laughs> like, keep hyper missile no... away from me, <laughs> please. I, I um, guess I'm the last person on earth who just loves hyper missile unconditionally. No, a lot of people like hyper missile. I just never got it. Um, just doesn't doesn't work. I don't know. No, I just remember a lot of people being like, "Oh, that's who they got for some some show." I don't remember. I was like, "That's that's fun." You know, it's not that bad. It's all right. Um, but anyway, we had a final match announced for the uh, Sumo Hall show on the 29th. They have added Miyo Masaki, Azusa Inaba, and Yuzuki versus Hanako, 
uh, Karara Sayaka, and Rana Yagami. So a rookie spectacle there to, to kick off the show, I would imagine. And Azusa being pulled in because she, she rocks, I guess. Yeah, I've been watching through some of the uh, JTO Girls League. Good stuff. Oh, yeah, that was she was like, really good. good. Yeah. yeah. The, you, Her and you Aoi were like the, the best people. You recommended the Yu Yamagata match. That was quite good um, that she had. And yeah, I mean, it is crazy. Zeus is getting like a proper match in Ryogoku before her sister ever has. Um, because her sister's been in rumbles, two rumbles at Ryogoku yeah. and never anything else. That is wild. Um, but I also get it. And I think Pep's mentioned that they probably were hoping either Ayasakura would be healthy by now or they would have been able to debut another rookie by now. And they just couldn't do either. So they just put Zeus in because she was free and. She's young, you know, so but I'm, I'm excited. I think it's great that Azusa's in there. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm a big fan of Azusa. Um, so that, that'll be a, like a fun little match. Um, yeah. While on the topic of the rookies, the, uh, they did announce the tournament. Uh, this will be on January 3rd at the yes. Yokohama Budokan. Um, so this is kind of interesting because I, not even like three weeks ago, saying something along the lines of stardom has enough rookies for the first time in a long time to actually do the rookie of the year tournament because it used to be an annual thing and then they just kind of stopped doing it um yeah so november 26th is when i said it as ever the first time since maybe 2019 stardom has enough rookies to bring back the rookie of the year tournament and a month later they've brought it back um so this tournament i think i'm very interested in because it's usually a dead giveaway of who they like, right? Yeah. Uh, you look at the winners. And this will be a big in... giveaway of who is going to be first up between Izuki and mm-hmm. Hanako, I think. Yes. You know, because Hanako's been there for a while, but Izuki is definitely like the super rookie of the day, right? Like that's that's kind of who I wouldn't be surprised if they gave Izuki over Hanako. Mm hmm. We'll talk about that a bit more when we actually talk about that. But uh, yeah, I, continue. I interrupted. I'm sorry. So, like looking at the previous winners of this tournament, it is a who's who. So, the original in 2011, you had Yoshiko. 2012, you had Yuhi. And obviously, Yuhi's Yuhi great. didn't Yuhi didn't pan out, but I, didn't she pin Manami Toyota? Like, she, the whole scene. I wouldn't scene... be surprised. She, she was very, she was yeah. a pretty big deal for a rookie when mm-hmm. she was around. The, the entire scene was behind making Yuhi the next big thing. Uh, like, it was an, an insane. She was pinning legends and everything. And as people might know, that never happens. You do yeah. not ever Especially pin legends. Especially in 20, like the early 2010s. Like, yeah. ugh, you don't do that. <laughs> not at all. Uh, 2013, you had Takumi Aroha. And, uh, you know, obviously we know what she is now. But Stardom, when she debuted... Uh, had her debut at Sumo Hall and said, this is our big rookie. She is yeah. the super talented rookie. So they had her pegged as a super rookie very early on. Uh, 2014, she... Hazuki. Young, yeah, uh, Mini Yoshiko at the time. Um, yes. I think she beat Chris Wolf and somebody else in that thing. In that yeah, tournament. I don't. I, don't um, I, I just remember seeing like a clip of it. But yeah, and she won with Michelle McCool's finish. Oh, 
Nice. Okay. Yeah, because she was a Michelle McCool stan. <laughs> I thought she liked Kelly Kelly. She liked both of them. She was a big fan Let's of blondes. Good taste. Good taste. Um, <laughs> that's why she. And... I, I'm not saying that's why she was blonde, but she was blonde at the time. <laughs> All right. Uh, in 2015, you had Jungle Kiona, obviously, you know, tag team champion, led a faction, won a few belts, not a bad career to have. Uh, 2016 and 2017 are the only, like, non-effective winners. Uh, you had Arisu Nanase, I think, who debuted and retired within a year. And then in 2017, you had Shiki Shibasawa, who, uh, one of the first things I watched was her retiring. She like hated wrestling because the fans kept bullying her, so she retired. It was yeah, really it was, sad. They were they were pretty cruel to her. It was it was very depressing. Yeah. Um. The Nanase win. Uh. Even though this is not official, um. Azumi beat her like two singles matches in a row a couple months later, and she's like, "Okay, I've beaten you twice now. I was the rookie of the year." <laughs> even though she didn't like like she's just like it. I think it's mine now. It's mine now, and she's said you're a joke and left so that's retcon to be azumi even though she wasn't a rookie that year i don't think yeah they they shoehorn some people in i know leo onizaki was in the last one and she had been wrestling for a while um anyway the last two winners uh 2018 utami hayashita i mean you all know utami by now and 2019 saya kamatani who you know record-breaking white belt champion so winning this tournament does not guarantee you a long an illustrious career, but it does guarantee that Rossi wants you to have one. Because <laughs> um, yep. obviously Yoshiko was multiple time champion, uh, you know, won the red belts. She the was white the youngest belt, red say. belt champion of all time. Yeah, like they pushed Yoshiko to the, she didn't the stars. Win the uh she didn't. Her last match was against Act, remember? For the white oh, belt. Oh yeah, that's oh yeah, okay. All right. Um <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a real who's who there of, of people in stardom. So whoever wins it now you can immediately earmark them for a big future. Like that is a dead giveaway of who they like. Sorry, Yoshiko beat Eo for it. Is it would have went Nanai, Alpha Female, Eo, and then Yoshiko. Yoshiko. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I was. Yoshiko I was just looking... it. No, she didn't. It went back. To I was Eo. just looking at this uh, yesterday. I didn't look very extensively because I was like, would Suzu have been the youngest champion? Um, if she had won it when she was supposed to, and she was off by like ten days. Uh, oh wow! Because yeah, Yoshiko was twenty-one when she won it, um, and Suzu is twenty-one now, so she was going to be right. the second youngest, I believe. If All she right. wins it. Um, so the rookie of Stardom bracket is as follows: It's uh, the winner of Yuzuki versus Rana Yagami taking on the winner of Hanako and uh, Karara Sayaka. So unless they really like. Rana or uh, Sayaka, you're looking at a Yuzuki versus Hanako final there. And obviously, I mean, if Yuzuki wins, then you put your money on her winning a belt <laughs> very soon. So that'll be interesting to see. It is interesting. I think the admission, the uh, admission to this is Miu. I think that's interesting to me um, because I think she's just a, a little bit too yeah. experienced for it. Like she's a she, bit and I think it. that's I think that's the thing is that it's like I think they might be seeing her as like actively ahead of them, even though she still obviously takes a ton of pins and whatnot. Um, and I think that's like it, it makes sense just time wise, but I think that's an interesting thing to note that mm-hmm. Miyu is just not in it, so she's not really considered that rookie anymore. She's still a future of Star, you know, champion contender, 
and whatnot, but she's not a rookie as much as mm-hmm. the other four are. Yeah, I think I think they just try and make it like under a year for this tournament. Now they will shoehorn people in if they need to. Um but preferably if they have a bunch of people with less than a year, they will run with them. So I think that's why they went with these four. Um and obviously if Aya and Komomo had debuted, they'd have probably done a weird bracket and you know had the Rana and Sayaka wrestle those two maybe. I don't really know. But um that's the rookie of the year tournament. Very interested in that. And that's on the January 3rd Yokohama Budokan show. On that show, they've also announced that the Triangle Derby has returned, but it is now a one-day tournament. So uh, you get all of the trio goodness out of the way. Uh, so the, You know, the... this is a bit off-topic. Not off-topic, but it's just an interesting thing I've noticed. Is I feel like stardom, given how much they pack their their schedule could really afford to do like two days in a row for a tournament you know what i mean like yeah. a weekend of a tournament Probably. like and i've i've been saying this for like the cinderella because i hate how it's like spaced throughout a month i think that's kind of bleh um they already run like back-to-back pay-per-views all the time <laughs> so why not just run a two-day tournament that's single elimination so that it's not all in one day but it's also not spread out so much. Um, this is only eight teams, and it's trios matches, so they can go pretty quickly. Uh, so I'm not like complaining here. But yeah, I just that's just what this made me think of. I was like, that's a lot of shit on the show. You probably could have spaced it out a little bit. <laughs> that's fair. Um, some of the teams are loaded, and some of them are not. <laughs> um, so we have the uh, artist champions, the Barry Barry Bombers, are taking on Lady C, Hina, and Miyu Amasaki. Do um, they have a bracket or just the names? They kind of have a bracket, but it's like a number bracket. You know, you have to oh, okay, okay. pull the number down. Um, so that's match number one. Uh, match number two is Suzu Suzuki, May Sarah, and Megan Bain versus Utami Hayashishita, Sayakamatani, and Azumi. Uh, so that's a pretty head star-studded match. Uh, the winner of match one and match two wrestles in the semi-final then. So it would be like Barry that's Barry Bombers versus Queen's Quest or something. That's a that's a messed up uh bracket right there. You have yes. like three of the favorite teams. <laughs> yeah. Because the other side is a bit loose. Um because yeah. yeah, match three is Mayu, Hanan, and Ida versus Tora, Momwanabe, and Starlight Kid. And match four is Siri, Mariah, and Amisore versus Raka, Arena, and Fukigen Death. So, yeah, I can only imagine what the team is going through from match four. Um, and also match three, where Ida has, again, beaten Oedo Tai like twice ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, Mayu is not wrestling more than once the day before she is defending her IWGP Women's Championship. So, yeah. Uh, they, they haven't said if the belts are on the line, but I'd imagine since They're Barry Barry Bombers, yeah, like it would, um, it would make sense to just say, hey, we're gonna put the belts on the line because they're in the tournament. So you'd imagine they got to the final and then maybe they drop to, to whoever beats them. I don't really know. Uh, if Julia is leaving, like was once speculated, she'd want to start dropping those belts now because yeah. there's not a lot of time left and... to do that. Depending on whether or not Mariah loses at Dream Queendom, I think that um, that God's Eye team might be primed for that <laughs> that uh, you know artist belt run finally after 
a year of like, yeah. oh, they're going to win the artist belts, right? And they just haven't. Um, if Mariah drops it there. Same with Momo and the Oedo Tai crew. If they don't win the titles, uh, they'll probably get to the final here and maybe. Yeah, win the they, they seem like potential winners to me. Um, just because Oedo Tai is easy to give these belts to, they like to throw them on Oedo Tai every now and again. Um, yeah, cause, so. I mean, Oedo Tai, this would be the first time Oedo Tai wins a tournament if that was the case. So that'd be cool. Oh, like yeah. A major tournament. Yeah, so they, they're not actually, winning them. <laughs> they've, won, they've won a Trios tournament before before it was like an actual thing it was on one of those right. Osaka split shows oh yes, it was just yes. A, a, you know, in front of you know 150 people <laughs> like b priestly won it for him or something like it, it no but you know um the last match then on that january 3rd show is a special tag match it's nanai takahashi you hazuki and saki kashima taking on Mika, mina shirakawa siori ano and Yuna Mizumori. What so, a bizarre match. Yeah, just mixing and matching. Like Saki Kashima, like 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 even looking at the matches like, oh wow, that's a random mix match. It's an even more random mix match where it's just like it looks like it's all heavy hitters, and then there's, you know, a Saki Kashima and a Unimon. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, no respect to Unimon or or Saki Kashima for that matter, but it's just like I don't know, it's it's an interesting, interesting match. Soriano's mm. still around, so that's also an interesting yeah topic. and you is popping up a bit more so you know yeah. seven up is kind of back in action um so yeah a lot a lot of interesting stuff megan bain still being around is crazy i thought she'd be gone um, yeah um i don't know aew is crazy for not taking her back yet i'm gonna be real <laughs> like <laughs> like you know i mean like i'm not saying she's overstaying her welcome but i'm just like you're allowed to ask for her to come back by now like it's not like <laughs> like she doesn't I don't know. It's it's wild to me. Maybe they just unless want her she, for the one four show. Maybe Stardom just wants her for one four. Um, yeah, you know, for chance. the foreign audience, which they are presumably trying to get for that show. Um, ah, uh, yes, for draw Megan Bain. Well, you never know. <laughs> people see white people and they go, "Hey, I I like that's that." True. Um, that's that was always my theory of why Kenny was so popular. Is they watched New Japan and went, "Hey, he's white. <laughs> hey." I like it. You know what's funny is that the yeah. inverse happened for me. I was rooting for Haruki Goto. <laughs> That's fair. The though. first, the first like major, Goto's like I got in because of Getty, but then I was like, "Damn, Goto's kind of my guy." <laughs> Never underestimate white people going, "Hey, I like that white wrestler right there in Japan." And then I mean, that was a, a that was a big thing with B Priestley. I'm not gonna name names, but I remember getting into fights about that. <laughs> all right well we had one show to review this past week i think we went through all the news i know there was the chan yoda stuff but we will get to that because new blood is next week anyway this so weekend, we'll be previewing yeah. it um so the only show to review was on december 17th uh this was arena keenan presents year-end tour 2023 stardom in niigata uh in the niigata you... city industrial promotion center did you go back and watch any of the shows that we didn't get to review last week? Um, I don't think so. Um, I, I just want to point out uh, Hanan Hazuki versus Meisera and Mina Shirakawa was a very fun match, and I think people should watch it. Okay, that's the all right. Pretty much the only one that. Also, Himeko was on that show, and it was cute when like Sai Sar and she got really excited. She's like, "Hey, hey, hey!" She, uh, a lot of wrestlers did that with Himeko, and I thought that was that was wholesome. Um. But yeah, that's the stuff right. we didn't see last week. 
they had 352 fans at this show, I should note. Um, super number. important detail there for, for a house show. Um, the opening match was Mina Shirakawa defeating Yuna Mizumori and Hanako. Uh, Mina pinned Yuna in just under eight minutes with a glamorous collection, Mina. Um, you know, solid opener. Uh, I liked the Mina Unimon stuff. They would like throw forearms and it was kind of good. Uh, yeah, the crowd was dead for most of the show and it was not yeah. fun. So I don't know. A lot of the wrestling was okay and the dead, the dead air was kind of shitty, but you know, they, they tried. Just as a, as a fundamental note, I usually don't watch three ways if I don't particularly like care for at least two of the wrestlers in it so um mm-hmm. i didn't really watch this um not saying i don't care about wow. these wrestlers i think they're all pretty cool but like not enough to where i'm going on my way to watch a three-way amongst them if that makes sense mm-hmm. you know what i mean like <laughs> that's fair i mean i was gonna watch mina um anyway yeah even exactly. though she like, she's sense. not as um i think she's got she put extensions in or something because her hair is long again yes, and it's not as much of a sleigh as the as the short hair i won't lie to you she it's, she, uh, it's she funny to go back to the short look it's funny because i'm not going to make any like um assumptions here but it is interesting because i think mina looks more like con- like broadly attractive with long hair but i think very specific people are like oh her with short hair is the most incredible look i've ever seen and i think that's a very that's interesting right. note because I, I've, I've also noticed that a lot of people are like, oh, Mina looks infinitely better with long hair. Um, and I think that's an interesting... Because, yeah, you are proponent number one of the short hair was a sleigh. Uh, I hate that I said that. Cause it, just didn't sound, <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't it didn't roll off the tongue right. It, fe- it felt a bit weird. Um, you, just hate, you just ain't got it. You ain't got it. Yeah, I mean, I got it sometimes, but I don't always got no. it. You, know what I mean? you gotta like, leave the slang to me. Yeah, that's yeah. all you, homie. All right. Okay, Santa Claus over here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The short hair doesn't always work for wrestlers, but I, I find with Mina, it's just like, yeah, you you're slaying. Like you're, I think you're with Utami, the, the short hair is the greatest look of all time, right? Yes. Um, yeah. But then I think like Azumi is rocking long hair, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. you know, the short hair look cool, but like this is this is your look, homegirl. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. see, people like Hazuki or maybe like a Saya Kamatani. Like, I don't think I could ever picture Saya Kamatani with short hair. I just Hizuki don't think had it would short work. hair like a, like two weeks ago. Did she? I didn't even notice. I won't lie yeah. to you. She but, changes her hair you know, every weekend. It's very impressive. <laughs> she doing damage to that hairline. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, the next match was Amisore and Lady C eating Yuzuki and Saya Kamatani. Uh, Amisore pinned Yuzuki in 11 and a half minutes with a, uh, or no, she submit her with a Boston Crab in 11 minutes. 11 minutes. Yeah, Yuzuki's uh, been, that Boston Crab's are kryptonite right now. Yeah, that's that's really funny. They're going to break her back or something in kayfabe. Um, I wonder if Hanukkah's yeah. going to use it to try to win the tournament. That would be clever. That would be really neat, mm-hmm. actually. We've got we to gotta pay attention to that. Um, so Yuzuki was more exciting in this than both Ami and Lady C. Um, yeah. And I felt I just say, the internal dread of watching Lady C and Ami Sore team with a dead crowd. It just was not very fun. Yes, I will say I think Tossai and Lady C had some fun exchanges. Um, I thought mm-hmm. they kind of, they flowed pretty well. But it was 11 minutes and that was only like two and a half of it. So it was not, yeah. like other than that, it was very bare bones, like, you know, 
fine at best, I would say. Um, was this a show? I think it is that Yuzuki like accidentally like turned in like behind Rossi, and then she's like, "Oh!" And then she turned around. She looked at the camera, gave it like a side eye, like you didn't see that bitch, and then walked away. <laughs> uh, oh Yuzuki God. has something like just character wise. Like she's, I hate I hate that we that this is just where, where we're at, but she's gotten the like vibe down very quickly um and i think it's you're always going to compare to miyu amasaki who it did feel like she just kind of was a deer in the headlights for a long time whereas yuzuki feels a lot more comfortable a lot quicker um just character wise just like you know i don't know body language even just feels very like yeah i'm a i'm a pro wrestler and i'm gonna I'm a be the best uh very quickly because she debuted like a month ago <laughs> yeah she's she's good i like uh I like what she brings to the table, and I, if I was booking the Rookie of the Year tournament, she's winning. So yeah. you know that's that's me. As but much as I, uh, Monaco, I think Yuzuki probably takes it. It's yeah, it. and I mean she, the fact that she was more exciting here than both Ami and Lady C is is a good kind of indicator for her because she was trying, like she was doing stuff. You know, everybody else was kind of paint by the numbers, very bland, and then Yuzuki was, you know, judo tossing them and shit. I was like, this is this is what we need. This is the energy that some people are not bringing to these matches, uh, but Yuzuki was. Um, so yeah, and, and Saya trying to indoctrinate her was very funny. She made her do the Queen's Quest pose, and I was like, hey, hands off, <laughs> not yet. It's- this might so. be a, a strange observation, but Saya Kamatani feels a lot more like she feels like she matured over her injury. She just feels like a lot more of a like, I don't know. It's really interesting with Saya Kamatani because I was thinking about that. I was like, when did she stop being the rookie, you know, like like the the new super rookie and just became like the you know she became um, the champion for eight i would say you know about yeah no i eight <laughs> i know 14, but, but it was interesting how of her reign <laughs> alex i i i got Sorry. it i got yeah, it, just say it just but say it. it's interesting how like it was very seamless of her just kind of going from oh I, i'm a rookie and then i win the tag belts as a rookie and then i win the cinderella i'm not really a rookie anymore and you know by the time i'm Two years in, I am one of the long, like I'm a crazy uh, white belt champion. Um, but since her like return from injury, she out of there's something about just her her vibe that I think it has like it's grown into itself. If that makes sense, you know how I never said that I could see her as a red belt champion. Mm-hmm. I think I can now. Oh, interesting. Like I I don't know. I think there's just something about her her presence that is like oh I'm not I'm I'm not just the uh wrestler who can wrestle the most insane match you've ever seen and make it incredible um there's just a vibe that she has that since coming back i i again i could see her being a red belt champion now like i never really saw it before even though she was my favorite wrestler for a very long time i never really saw that but i kind of do now uh not from this match just from her i don't know her vibe her her general aura yeah, it, yeah, that. Okay. I hate saying aura, but okay. yes. <laughs> it, it's ve- it's become very overused. I saw people using it for like uh American wrestlers and I was like, no. None of these people have aura. Like you don't you don't know what that means. I think I think it's easier um, to detect when when a American wrestler doesn't have aura. Um Oh yeah, cuz they just don't Lexus. like none of them. Um Yeah, it, but yeah, I just feel like she has that aura. She has that like, you know, vibe where she's like, yeah, I'm 
She's definitely a, ca- a calmer figure. Um, yeah. Maybe just because she isn't wrestling crazy batshit singles title matches where she's going out of her mind. Um, but yeah, she definitely seems a lot calmer uh, since the comeback anyway. I mean, even the promo with Megan Bain was very grounded uh, as mm-hmm. opposed to her usual yelling and screaming and kind of all that. It was very But she grounded. kept it kind of funny, which I appreciate. She did. She did. But not, it was a lot more level issue. Than, yes. than usual. So I, think, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. I think the the big E comparison is always the the big one is that it's like it was like oh well, now you're like gonna be a main eventer you need to stop being funny he's like nah <laughs> I can I can say funny shit sometimes why not um and I think that's gets that thinking kind of gets caught up with a lot of wrestlers and a lot of people so I like that it, again it's not oh she's not funny anymore so that means she could be a rebel champion it's just like it is some um intangible you know thing that I just feel like she's grown into all right well that's yeah i get it i'm I'm all aboard um our next match was hazuki hanan and saeida beating miyu amasaki azumi and utami hayashishta uh, hanan got the win over kevin with the blockbuster hold in just under 12 minutes um a lot of hanan in this uh i, I she I maybe tagged hazuki in for like a minute into a candle and that wouldn't have been good oh yeah that would have been very very bad. We um, started a whole ass fire down here. God damn. <laughs> Dear God, I know the I know the show was boring, but it wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad. Uh, st- starting a fire to entertain myself. Very cavemanish. Yeah, um, yeah, this is a lot of Hanan. I think Hazuki mm. was in for maybe like ninety seconds. Um, if Saida tagged in at all, I, I don't know. Uh, it was just Hanan constantly. Uh, she was doing shit with her Tommy. Doing shit with Kevin for the finishing stretch, obviously, and yeah, it was it was you know good wrestling, bad crowd. What can I say? I think that's Hanan, that's, I think that's this show. Have a big year. I think she might have a big year next year because I feel like there's just something people. there. Like she's yeah. actively winning matches now. That has to be setting something up. Other thing, I I'm not as sure of this because of the uh, triangle derby thing, but I think Miyu might turn. Oh, Yamasaki? Yeah, she's to losing where? a lot to a wait of time, unfortunately. Mm. She's losing a lot. Momo, just role-wise, has sort of become the person that kind of, like, gets into people's brains about this sort of thing. Obviously, we saw it with the Sayakamitani thing. Um, and I don't know. I keep thinking about the promo she randomly cut. It might have just been because they wa- they like finished early and they wanted to add a little more time, which is always possible because wrestling is wrestling. But I just keep thinking about like, and same thing with we said it last week. That's like, oh, maybe like they recruit a rookie. Um, I don't know. Something just makes me feel like well, Rana Yagami feels very away to tie. Yes, coded. and I'm not so saying that I... you should turn. Um. You just but have trust issues with Rossi. He hasn't turned anybody true. in. He hasn't like he's it's been a bit been too. too yeah, it's he's been, been a bit too, too quiet on that front. <laughs> there has not been a a big momentous betrayal. And I'm I'm here like hoping that's not like Utami. You know what I mean? Like that's where I'm at. Is I'm just like you could take me, but uh, <laughs> don't 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 take anybody like I I'm gonna be hurt by. Okay. Um, that's fair. But I yeah, know. I mean I don't think it would turn Utami be, now. I don't think it would be like a great idea to put me in there, but I also think you know maybe flesh out her make her a bit more rounded um but i don't know she's uh, just been losing more than usual 
I guess. And again, the promo Momo cut was interesting. I think. I think the idea that like, oh, you as a leader of something uh, are not doing well. Maybe you should turn. I think that's very, you know, telling of something else, right? It, it's very reminiscent of the Momo turn. So Miu being this leader of the new generation um, and her failing is like, maybe you should maybe you should stop being the leader. Maybe you should just give up on that and focus on yourself. Um, I could see them doing that as a parallel. Again, don't think this is a good idea, but it's something that I think they would do. I just don't know if they actually do do it, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It'd be weird to It'd be a Starlight do... Kid type of turn. It would be like a very it's... strange thing. For somebody yes. so low on the card, with especially if she's gonna beat Rena, I don't think you can do that. Like she's best well, positioned to beat Rena. This so. this assumption is under the assumption that she's not beating Rena. This is under the assumption that Yuzuki basically they they won, do New Blood West now, and she said she would be in what was it Kyoto as champion. So I, I, the only belt for her to win is Rena's. Um, That's true. And I feel she also, like she also promised Nanai she would win a belt within a year. Yeah, that was in like, May, I believe. Lines up for win the the future belt to put her in a widow tie because you cannot then do her versus Rena. Like it just wouldn't make sense. Yeah, that's true. So no, it was, it was a thought. It was a thought. I wouldn't like yeah. it, but it was just a. I don't know, just, there were a couple things you just, that started. You just have the trust issues. I get it. That's Rossi true. hadn't he hasn't turned anybody in long enough. Also, it's, you know, boy, it's been two three days since the two year anniversary of the Momo turn. So I've just been yeah. PTSD, you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's been it's been hitting. What an interesting time that was. <laughs> it was uh, it was critically the worst time in Star Wars Quest history. That's when everybody started hating yes. us. Remember when we got a, like ten negative reviews because Yeah, I was just, like, to be fair, sucks. we we did <laughs> not we we were not kind to stardom for a little bit there. It was not fun. Um some say they deserved it. I don't know. Like uh, the the Momo turn it's was interesting. pretty bad. It's interesting because like I don't know. It's a part of its nostalgia, but like that not that era. Like that like couple months was very bad. But like you look back, it's like twenty one. The meat of twenty one and the meat of twenty two were a lot better than the meat of twenty three in terms of stardom. Yes. Like so, it's interesting that like probably the lowest I've ever been on the company was at the end of twenty twenty one. Well, like that's well, yeah. maybe not the lowest because I remember post COVID was rough, but oh, like yeah. that doesn't count. you know that was a fever dream. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that was kind yeah. of like I'm just waiting for them to kind of put it together because this is hard. I understand. Um, yeah, but yeah, that, that's an interesting thought. That's like 2021 had like great shit in it. 2022 had great shit mm-hmm. in it. This year had some good stuff, but like not overwhelmingly. And it's interesting that that couple months was just like ugh, what a drag. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, the end of 2021 was uh, rough because they spent like four months going, hey, we're doing Siri versus Utami. And then yep. all of the briefcase defenses and all of the red belt defenses were predictable as hell because they they reminded you every show, we're doing Siri versus Utami. So, and I think Tam, Tam was white belt champ, wasn't she? she so was. you, were, you were in hell. <laughs> yes. Between the predictable top oh, matches. Oh, she had a 
bad white run. belt. I did time. not like that run. <laughs> yeah. So you you were not having a good time. Uh, Cosmic Angels were everywhere as well at that time, weren't they? Like Unagi was yeah. all over the place. So yeah, I you Izumi was uh, doing nothing except for getting beat up by her best friend. <laughs> yeah, you weren't a happy camper. To be fair, the Momo turn was not was not good. They rushed into it because Konami left, and they went, "Oh shit, away to tie needs anybody, <laughs> please." So yeah, what a what an interesting time. Do you want to hear um, my my most recent fantasy booking of Momo Watanabe? No. Please don't. I don't want to. Okay. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't like fantasy booking. I don't know if no, I've I ever know. put that out there. It's I'm you, not a fan. You have. Yeah. Um, anyway. It, it, Are you going to do it's, it anyway? It's de- I yeah, yeah. Let's do- it's, okay, definitely, right. <laughs> it's definitely a, a fantasy because it involves Nagisa Nozaki. Because um, I, just think, I just think Nozaki, if she were to come in, which she's a Noah wrestler now, I guess, so she won't. But if she were to come in, I think she could just take Momo's spot, and Momo could actually like do things with her twenties, since Nagisa's a bit old, older, and she would fit the role a bit better of that like grizzled veteran who's commanding these evil children. Um, I think that's a better role for her than it is for Momo, considering she's like twenty four. <laughs> um, evil old veteran doesn't really, you know. That's just me, but that would be how I would get Momo out of Oedo Tai is to have Nozaki just kind of take her spot. Um, that's the ideal world, obviously. Okay, I thought this is going to be more complicated, but that's all right. No, no. Um, and then from right. there, she could just go fucking anywhere. I don't care. Like, <laughs> do anything else, homegirl. <laughs> Cosmic Angels. Okay, Momo maybe not that. <laughs> maybe not that. Club she could take. What, she could take with Mina. Yeah, she could take with Mina. That yeah. would be a cool team. Um. Club Venus uh, is here. Momo Watanabe. Yeah, you, you see the vision. I mean, she did you the pose that one time. Remember, she did the pose. Oh, that was so funny. She <laughs> hates Mina, too, actually. Doesn't she? Like, her character hates Mina. Oh, yeah. It, that's, that's like funny. that's like the that's rest good. of it. She just unconditionally hates more than any other. Because mm-hmm. it's like, other ones, it's like, oh, she has a story there. It's like she turned on he, her, Hazuki, or, you know, whatever happened there. Mina is just like, man, fuck you. <laughs> That's valid, honestly. Um, the next match, anyway, was Suzu Suzuki beating Scandinavian Hurricane in eight minutes with a tequila shot. Uh, this ended up being Alasink's last match in Japan. Uh, Rossi sent her off for the tweet, mentioned that it was actually you who um, gave kind of the recommendation because she knows Europe and was able yeah. to say, hey, you should check out Alasink. Check out you. That's a huge, yeah. like, I think you is very useful for that, for scouting. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's not like there's many other Joshi wrestlers who are going everywhere like you is, um, and could find the most random wrestlers around the around the world. Um, but yeah, I thought this match was solid. I mean, it was a tune-up for Suzu. It wasn't um, very. I don't know. It was different from the Shuri match where it was like, okay, I'm gonna give Zena as much as I can in this like in her farewell match. Um, it was a lot lower tier than that, and just that was just a tune-up for Suzu that happened to be Ink leaving. Um, Suzu did shake her hand, which was kind of the putting her over before she leaves. Was was Suzu kind of showing her respect? But I thought it was I thought it was solid. I thought it was fun. I didn't think it was like great or anything, but it was it was all right. Yeah, it was back to the more technical matches that Hurricane was doing. I think Suzu doing. did well. I think Suzu did yeah. well. 
The only thing is, again, this isn't the crowd for it. Like the the dead oh, air not. does not make technical wrestling work. Um, so I think that this was more hurt by the crowd than anything because it was so technical. Um, which Hurricane just seems to kind of gravitate towards, um, even though she can do so much cool shit. Um, yeah, I definitely think the crowd just wasn't there for technical stuff, and that made it so that even though to the techers was kind of well done, it wasn't very exciting. Um, so I didn't love it, but you know, it's not my style. Um and you know, I I can't fault them. They can't make the crowd interested. So it is what it is. Susan also Susan also made a very funny face after the match. Um she like <laughs> signified that she that she's gonna have the belt and she just did like a, a double chin thing. I was like, What are you doing, homegirl? <laughs> That's my future world champion right there. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. What a world. Um yeah. The next match, then, what's this? Oh, okay. Um, it is Mirai and Siri resting to a 15 minute time limit draw with Siori Ano and Megan Bain. Um, this is meant to be a preview for Mirai and Ano. Um, it was mostly just Megan beating the shit out of Mirai. <laughs> um, yeah, that's why I noticed. And so, Ano was very hyped about that. She was like, holy yeah. shit, I should I should get a giant partner more often. Fuck Natsupoi. This is great. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was, was just like watching in joy on the apron as Megan murdered Mirai. It was very funny. Yeah, Megan was, uh, she was throwing some people around. It was great. Um, Including Sayori. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. This was a good match. I mean, they're all good wrestlers. One might say three of them are excellent wrestlers. Um, so yeah, it was good, but you know, yeah, I didn't. It wasn't much of a Marai Ano um, preview because they didn't really do a lot to me that signified, hey, this is going to be great. They just kind of um, there was like yeah, one near the German end. suplex that was kind of cool. Near the end, um, they started doing it together, but I was like, you know, yeah. I've seen this. I don't think you need to do this right now. <laughs> and then they did the the post match thing that they always do for white belt matches, and I was like, all right, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, so you know, yeah, good I, match, but yeah, I, that was about it. I think I'm like kind of like leaning to like, oh, I refuse to go to another draw with you. Is is that's a fine story? I think it would be cool if that resulted in like a big sprint. Um, you know, what I mean, like a 15 minute just them killing each other uh, match instead of them teasing up to the draw like i think they might do um i think them being like no we're just gonna throw bombs at each other and kill each other i think that's where this led me to believe it might be and i think that's the best case scenario in my opinion yeah i kind of um had the thought that maybe they knew ahead of the draw that they were running it back so they kept a lot that's what the, i'm hoping in the back locker so I, i'm I hoping that they that kind they of have more I'm hoping they pick up where they left off effectively. You know what I mean? So it's just like straight to it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I do not need another 10 minute, you know, feeling out process. <laughs> oh, Rossi posted a photo with Mayu yes. and Io. Oh, wow. Did. I, I didn't know where to incredible. like kind of sneak that in, but that, yeah. that is a, a sweet thing I saw wow. a little bit ago. Um, Yeah, we're making good time. Io, so back. I can probably. Io's back I to make probably sure. probably take I'll... a bathroom break and we'll be okay. Because. Uh... Yes, I want to finish what so. I was saying. Um, Io, Io came back to make sure that nobody's taken her fucking record. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, Thunder Rock forever. <laughs> Incredible. I wish. She should leave. 
and come back. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I thought you I meant leave Japan. Yeah. I was like, she's just chilling, man. <laughs> maybe she should before she starts beating our favorites again, but who knows. Um, nah, I'm cool with her coming back. She should She should come back. She could She could be the Nagisa. Hey, now that's real fancy booking. Her saving Momo's career? No? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> All right. Uh, any more thoughts on our preview tag? No. No. Okay, then. We will get to the main event when I come back. Um, so the main event then of this show was My Sakurai, Tekla, Micah, and Julia of Donna Del Mondo beating Momo Anabe, Starlight Kid, Raka, and Natsuko Tora of Oeda Tai. Micah beat Raka with a Mishinoku driver in just over 15 minutes. Um, actually, thought this was good. Um, the crowd was kind of into it. The wrestlers didn't leave enough kind of dead space for the crowd to kind of kill it. Um, and yeah, I thought the the work was really good, so I actually enjoyed this one. That's good. Um, I'm, uh, again, there are certain matches I don't really usually check out on these house shows, and this was just kind of falling into that category. Um, so I didn't I didn't see it. I did. No, I didn't. I was this was late. I, I was watching this late at night, so I didn't watch it. I didn't even watch the promo like I usually do. Oh. Um yeah, I don't think you said anything. Micah closed the show. She was saying, Hey, I'm gonna win the red belt. Uh, Julia's gonna have the strong belt. Uh this is the last show in Niigata this year. So hey, here's the DDM and that was kind of it. Um they didn't really say much then in the post match either, so that was kind of, of it. Uh, that was the most house show to ever house show. Yeah. 300 people were there for that. That's kind of crazy. That's a decent house for a, such a nothing show. <laughs> but I guess Nigatsu's yeah. a bit far out. You know, it's it's like it, northwest, I, I think. Not like north-north, but like in the west, but not like by Osaka, I don't think. In the west, but not in the west. North up, but not north-north, but not west. Well, okay, so... Osaka, technically it's the west. Like Osaka is technically the west, but it's more like southwest in terms of like Japan's map. Niigata is more like northwest, right? You know, does that make sense? So it's like it's closer to Sendai. Right. Than it is to like anywhere else. <laughs> I see. Makes sense actually. So it's like it's, it's a very it's it's not as easy that, of like that, a, I, I get it and it makes yeah. sense because uh sendai runs the big show in niigata every year and i guess that would make sense then that it's near sendai so okay the more you know the more you learn um so before we get on to uh the stardom stuff the next week uh stardom will have a wrestler on the diana show uh on friday this is future site volume 15 as in the post dianastad which is the just the fancy name for the Diana Dojo, is Mai Sakurai and Kurumi Hiragi versus Ayako Sato and Himiko. That's so, a match. Weird match. <laughs> Quite the strange match, because Himiko is their next world title challenger. Um, Ayako Sato is like one of their more pushed wrestlers, so I don't know who takes a fall here. Um, and also, Mai Sakurai teaming with Kurumi Hiragi is so... What? <laughs> um, yeah, our, like so, DDM and Prominence know. are like the most like at odds <laughs> uh, groups yeah. like in the world. Um, though I guess your continuity. I guess col- colors and Prominence are also at odds, and half the time like Renamakura and Karumi tag up and shit. So, that's fair. Joshi Indies, ladies oh. and gentlemen. Um, yeah, I mean that's interesting. 
Yeah, it's oh. uh, I don't know. I don't know if they upload that stuff. I know they upload some shit to YouTube, but I don't know if the future site goes up. Is is that Kid versus Kohaku match happening this week? Next week? This week? I don't have it on the thing. I don't know when Wave is running, so I, I don't 26th, know. Twenty sixth, I want to say. Maybe, um, maybe. <laughs> Do you want me to try? Nah, I'm, I'm checking. I'm checking. I'm checking. I got you. Okay, they are most places. Uh, it, it doesn't matter anyway. Know, Nobody but... will be able to see it. So, man, well, the, like I look up Pro Wrestling Wave, it just doesn't come up. <laughs> like their yeah. Twitter page just doesn't come up. It's PW Wave. I hate that. Yes. Um, yeah, you gotta go fancy with it. Twelve thirty, twelve twenty-four. Oh, so it's it's the it's same day as you're in climax. They're running that. Oh, okay. Um, the Kohaku versus Kid match. Yeah, they don't have Anybody it on else? schedule at all, which is kind of strange. Haruko Masaki is also on that match. If you guys care, you probably shouldn't. Um... <laughs> oh, Young Wave are actually challenging for the belts. That's sick. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Kazuna and Hanoka. That's sick. Okay, that's that's the wave preview <laughs> done. All right. So the first stardom show this coming week is a house show in Warabi. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, Saitama Warabi Civic Gymnasium. Uh, in our opener, we have Mina Shirakawa and Yuzuki versus the returning Saki Kashima and Hanako. Yeah, she's got red hair so, now. Looks very pretty. Yeah. So I think. Uh, Saki, Saki is either going to lose on her return because that's what happens, or Yuzuki gets her first taste of the revival. Shouts out. That's the zombie right there. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. it's going to be a revival. You got it. You got to give Saki Kashima the revival win on her comeback. That's true, actually. You make a good point. Um, next match is Lady C, Hina, and Miyu Amasaki taking on Raka, Rina, and Fukigen Death. Um, Damn. I don't know, Fukigen? <laughs> Fukin yeah, might Fukin win. probably wins yeah. over Hina. They've been running that a lot. Yeah. Fukin over Hina. Why not? Um, yeah. Next match then is Micah versus Yuna Mizumori. Um That'll be fun. So Micah got tired of seeing Suzu beat Yuna and said, "Hey, it's my turn." Angel Killer coming, coming back, coming back. There's only there's only Hell one member yeah. of Cosmic Angels around. You know what time it is. Hell yeah. Uh, the next match then is Tamihai Shishta, Sayaka Matani, and Azumi taking on Natsuko Tora, Mom Watanabe, and Starlight Kid. Um, That's a draw if I've ever seen one. Are you sure? Well, oh, maybe. yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, you're right. It is a draw. Like, Momo did beat Saya like last week. Both so of maybe these are teams in the like Derby, that. so they probably yes. don't give it away. They probably shouldn't, yeah. No. So. Yeah, we're uh... unless they do kid over Azumi to further kids claim to the IWGP belt. Maybe. Um, yeah. They kind of trade because... falls pretty regularly. Maybe. I wouldn't be opposed. So yeah. Uh, would, either but... a draw or kid wins cuz yeah. <laughs> your, your thing kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um next match then is Suzu Suzuki, May Sarah and Megan Bain taking on Hazuki, Hanan and Saya Ida. Um well, I think we know who's winning that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stars is in rough shape. Like this is a great trio, but like they are not—they are never winning. <laughs> no, well, they won like last week because of Han. yeah. But but the issue is that most of the undercard wrestlers are out, so they don't That's really true. have people to beat, and they're not prioritized. So it's like yeah. to be fair, Hanan can beat May Sarah. I feel like, man, I. 
am praying that match gets added to the January 4th show. Yeah, maybe. I just want that. I, just want <laughs> I don't that know what match. they're going to do for that show otherwise, but... Yeah. Like, just... It's time for Hanan to learn high speed, buddy. I get you. I agree. Um... Main event then is Julia, My Sakurai, and Tekla taking on Siri, Mirai, and Amisore. Um, hmm. I mean, who who cares? <laughs> I, I mean, these are the champions. So, it won't be for so, long. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying is that it's like this could. I think they run somewhere. this back. The Triangle it, Derby Final. I think. Oh man, the Barry Barry Bombers are never losing these fucking belts. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think I think that might, that's what they might do is they might run uh, Gazai winning here, and then they'll be like, "Oh, we'll meet you in the finals or whatever," and then they lose in the finals. Because mm. it makes a lot more sense for Gazai to be the uh, favorites, even though they're not the champions. If you know what I mean, because like Barry Bar Bombers are more underdogs in this three on three somehow. Because Julia's there, that's not how that should work, but. That's where we're at. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, the, the, these main events can go either way, especially with God's Eye, because they are either unstoppable or Ami is just see, like losing. But the way I see it is this was booked very much on purpose because they could have just put Mina or Micah in the main and they could have just put Saki in the main and it'd be on four and four. But they put the champions there very specifically because mm-hmm. that undercard does not matter like they they could have made that three-way like or added like it, it's a very easy fix to make this not a champion versus non-champion match like a non-title match mm-hmm. so i think this might mean something more than most of the main events do makes sense actually yeah um yeah who are winning me over yeah um all right but again i i don't think that like the champions just winning makes much intrigue, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. So I, I think I think we might just see God's Eye win, and then what the fuck was that? Is that it me or Craig? Disconnected for a second. Okay, yeah, cool. Craig. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that makes a lot of sense. Is the God's Eye going to the finals yet again, and yet again losing to the champions? <laughs> well. Oh, that would be two yeah, years in a row yeah. that the champions just win the, the tournament. <laughs> I really cannot imagine they just do that, but I don't know. They should, um, but, you know, who knows? Yeah, who knows, honestly. Uh, the next show to preview, then, is on the 24th of December. It is uh, Stardom Year-End Climax 2023 at Cork and Hall. Uh, only the front row is sold out. There isn't, like, no tickets being moved for this. That's crazy. I mean, it's it used rough to be like they're one of their best-selling shows every year. It was their best-selling um, show every year, pretty much. Yeah, or um, the anniversary really were the two. Yeah, but even even then, depending on what year you're you're talking about, it, what, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's it's. I don't know. There are a lot of shows running, so I get this yeah. not being a high priority for wrestling fans because it's like, why would I go to this if the show that actually matters is happening three days later? Or the or the show that's different is happening a day later, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this is just a. Um, I'm not going to bring up Corkin should be treated better again. I think I think we've had enough. Well, they won't year. be able to if it's going to get shut down. Then that's you know. Yeah, man, don't. That, I'm going to be like so right? depressed. That I'm going to be, be so like, depressed if they shut down Corkin. That would be the biggest shift I think in wrestling. 
in our fandom yeah. if it were to happen. I mean, like, because like I wasn't a fan when WWE bought WCW. Like, I was too young, obviously, so that wouldn't be the big shift. Uh, we obviously wouldn't have even known what Noah was when that exodus happened. Yeah, Cork and shutting down would be legitimately the biggest shift because. That is the lifeline for a lot that of smaller whole, that, promotions. That is where professional wrestling lives. Like, in my yeah. like, legitimately, it's the it's the most fundamentally important venue in wrestling today. Yeah, you would be losing such a piece of history there, and obviously, a lot of small promotions would feel the the burn because this is this is a space that they, they can run. Yeah. It's generally cheap. It's how they make their money, and without it, you're like, what would the scene do? Is everybody capping out at Shinjuku face? Because that is not a great future for anybody. Yeah, but um, you can't really run an Oda Ward if Corkin is kind of where you're. You know, like that—that's not a real. Yeah, you can't. You yeah. can't do five hundred at Oda Ward. Like it would be horrendous. I mean, you can manage five hundred at Corkin, I guess, but not. You like can't. Ota. Five hundred at Corkin is is not great, but if you if you set it up properly and you get like you know make it look nice, it's doable you know it's not like a dead show because i mean it's corkin um i know and this is again we're kind of just jumping onto this corkin thing i know new japan said they wanted to make their own venue mm-hmm. basically the size of corkin to be their home base in tokyo um i imagine they might have had a heads up that this might be happening and that's why they said it because it was like a month or two ago i believe also um, if the tokyo dome goes I think they just do a Joshi show there just to say they did it, or does AEW? I mean, they're, they're, I think they're rebuilding like, the Tokyo Dome if they do. It's not like the, it's not the same. It won't be no, insane, but you know? I mean, and as a as a American, this is a very common thing though. Like the the place I call I call Comiskey Park is first U.S. Cellular Arena or stadium, and it's been rebuilt mm-hmm. like seven times. You know what I mean? Like, and that's my. That's my baseball stadium, but it's like it's been rebuilt seven times. It's, you know, always in the vaguely the same like place, but like, you know, it's moved a bit. Um, so it's like a normal thing relatively for a Chicagoan, I guess. But yeah, I mean, it isn't the same. You're right. But I imagine they just recall it the Tokyo Dome. Also, as again, somebody on Twitter said, I believe um, the Tokyo Giants are going to need a home field. So that is the first priority. Like Tokyo, the Tokyo Dome will not be shut down. Talking about said? John. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They they said that you know they're gonna need a, a home field. So the Tokyo Dome isn't gonna be gone at any point in time, pretty much. No, no. I was just saying, like, does somebody like Stardom run it before it closes to say they did it? Because they you know, if, if it not. if it if it gets demolished and Stardom doesn't run there. You are leaving that venue with the history that only AJW ever did a women's show there. I think that would be insane. I feel like Stardom would rush a Tokyo Dome show just to say they did it. Um, and it might do well, considering. I feel like every show running there they, they could towards the end they will could, do well. They could definitely uh, like call it like the last Joshi Festival in the original Tokyo Yeah. This is the original egg, Tokyo Dome. Last egg. Things, yeah, the last, the egg. last big egg. Big yeah. egg, big egg, Lasto. <laughs> that would be crazy. But yeah, that's uh, it's probably happening too. That seems to be the general consensus: is these people are going to get their way, and the good old will be gone. That's why the so. UJPW needs to exist. 
because it's true. Yeah, we, who the we're fuck gives it now. a fuck about pro wrestling? <laughs> oh, dude, it's crazy. It, it happens everywhere. To be fair, venues yeah. just kind of fuck with everybody. Didn't Combat Princess have to move because the venue shut down? Yeah, dude. The thing. PWG's two home places have shut down in the past yeah. six years, eight years. It's wild. No, it's been it's been shorter. It's been like six years. It's fucked up. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, again, as a Chicagoan, it sounds like the Bear Stadium, uh, Soldier's Field, is going to be moved, and I hate that so much. Oh. Um, even though they're just putting it like on the north side, so it'd be like an hour further. Uh, but that's not that much for, you know, Chicago. Like, that's pretty decent. Um, but that's still, I'm just like, fuck that, man. <laughs> um, I, I hate, I I hate change, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. I went through it as well with OTT. Uh, the Tivoli yeah. was their home, and then they, like, knocked it down. Um, and it's just gone. And they've never found another home, really. Not that I care now, because obviously it's a... Uh... It's a it's a dirty promotion, <laughs> a dirty scene. But yeah, I remember at the time we were all devastated because, like, that was the home of Irish wrestling, and now it's it's just mm-hmm. gone. Like, that was just it. Um, but yeah. Anyway, Cork and Hall, enjoy it while you can, folks. Uh, I mean, like as opener. a as an indie fan, like Peter, like Rosita getting getting demolished was like one of the most depressing days in my like independent wrestling fandom, just because it's like. Yes. It's it was such a fun to, and that's like one hundredth of what Corican Hall is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like that Dude, was this a is really like Arena day. Mexico level. Like this is like losing yeah, yeah. Arena Mexico because Arena Mexico it's... is a very historic venue, obviously. Oh, and, but so is Corican. Not to the same extent, obviously. Arena Mexico is huge. Um, like two very historical venues there for this sport that you'd be losing. Um, it's just it's it's insane um yeah on, on to the show uh the opener is may sarah versus yuzuki so it's one of those fun. tests of yuzuki there against one of the better wrestlers um obviously may we'll sarah is gonna run. win we'll see if she can run fast yeah uh the next match then is i believe hannah go yes it's a good one actually that's that's good i like that yeah i um, think that hannah can do a good like babyface comeback if Hanako just kind of mm-hmm. like beats her up for a bit. I think that's kind of the hard part with Hanako is that it's like, um, and it, it's it's been this is the issue with uh young like power wrestlers. I think the same thing happened with uh Kitamura in New Japan, um, yeah. where it's like you should be just demolishing people, like maybe not like not completely because obviously you know like like you should have to sell at some point, but you should be like on top for a lot of these matches where you're just getting beat up because like Hanako's huge. <laughs> she should not be just like eating so much offense that she does. Um, so I think if they do run it where like Hanako kind of gets the upper hand early and kind of beats on Hanan and Han makes a comeback, I think that could be a fun little match there. That's fair. Um, the match after that is My Sakurai and Tekla versus Hazuki and Saeeda. That's probably a DDM win. I have to guess. We'll see. Uh, either way, I mean, Hazuki's been beating Tekla lately. Um, yes, but they Ida do like my Sakurai Ida. sometimes, though. Yeah, I, like I mean, her. and it's it's Korkin, so my Sakurai is a lot more likely. To oh win. yeah, she might get to do a promo. Yeah, she's huge in yeah. Korkin. So all right, we'll see. Uh, the match after that is Mini Shirakawa versus Saki Kashima versus Yuna Mizumori. Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, she's really stranded. 
Um, so yeah, Unibazamori going to fall to one of the two. Yes. Okay. Uh, whoever gets there. Yeah. It, you know. Yeah. They have roll-ups. Um, match after that is Siri and Amisore versus Seven Up. Uh, Nanai and you. Um, you know what? I just there a draw or a Seven Up wins. What did you realize? Unibazamori does like multiple Colt Cabana moves. Yeah. Like she like, does his pin thing. She does his pin. She does the Billy Goat's curse. She does mm-hmm. one other move. I think it's like a corner move or something. And it's like I'm just like realizing that it's like Colt Cabana has like eight moves. Like how did you how did you find yourself doing three of them? But uh, maybe she's a big fan. I don't know. Yeah, boom, boom. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I seven up doesn't really lose. <laughs> no, <laughs> we know that. <laughs> and Ami's there, so I think that's the most obvious. Yeah. Way to go here. All right. Uh, the next match then is a Ryogoku Koku Gikan tournament pre match, a uh, 12 person tag. We have Utami Hashishta, Sayakamatani, Azumi, Lady C, Hina, and Mio Amasaki taking on Natsuko Tora, Mom Watanabe, Starlight Kid, Raka, Rina, and Fukikin Death. Um, I mean, you probably give Oedo Tai the win because they're not taking the belts. So you give them the you know, preview win. Yeah. Maybe um, over Kevin? That makes sense. Probably over Kevin. Yeah. Hina's there too, though. Wait, yeah, is this an elimination or is this just a preview? doesn't say elimination, so I'm going to assume no. Huh. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe just over Miyu. And they continue the whole Miyu, you're a fucking loser story. Yeah, that, that, that's what I'm thinking. Um... The match after that, then, uh, the main event is another preview tag for Sumo Hall. Uh, this time we have Julia, Micah, and Mirai taking on Megan Bain, Suzu Suzuki, and Siori Ano. So, Ano, Ano's got Megan Bain to beat the fuck out of her opponents again. Yeah, I wonder if one of Micah and Suzu doesn't pin the other. Um, I don't think they give that crazy. Away. I don't know. I could see it. Because. Micah's been waiting to pin Suzu, and if she's not pinning her at the at the big show, I don't think they should run it. I guess. But they I mean, could. either Megan. I, I think that is likely. Yeah. Either Megan gets a result, or this is a draw. But historically, like, a half what hour has draw. this gone to? Because they've done this like every year. Yes, the half hour draw. Have they have they done that historically? I think so. I remember the one with Momo, Tommy, Julia, and Siri. That definitely went 30. Uh, last year, they ran... I guess this, the match that you can compare it to is uh, Umasaki and Kid against Queen's Quest as the championship thing. Um, that was a draw. But that was mm-hmm. the semi-main event. Um, you're in Climax 21. That one was that definitely went, a draw. No, that one went uh, Konami and Shuri over against Micah. Really? Maggie. Wait. That's the different match. Yeah. This is just a way of yeah, I'm thinking the year before. I'm thinking the year before because it was the year where Utami defended against Momo, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was. That but, that, but that also wasn't the main event. None of these have gone to draws outside of the mm-hmm. most recent one. So then do they switch it on the day and Queen's Quest Way to Tie is the main? Maybe. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Either somebody's winning or it's getting moved. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. 
Strange. You're okay, Dom. No, I, I'm just looking at a cage match, and I remember a match happening, but it's just not saying that it did. I'm Which one? very confused. Um, the time that Utami tagged with Julia. Is that not 2020? Doesn't look like it. Are you sure? The only time it could have happened. No, that didn't happen there. What the fuck? Like, I'm going insane. <laughs> like, I know that match happened there. Let's, let's do some detective work, okay? Yeah, Siri I'm, I'm and... sorry. This is, this is, this is terrible. Siri and Momo, wasn't it? Was it Siri and Momo? Yes. Okay. Oh, that was... That wasn't Yuan Climax. That was like three days before, and they ran two Korkins in a row. That's why. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. yeah Road cause... to Osaka Dream Cinderella. 470. Okay. Jesus. That's that's 2020, though. That All was right. a decent number for 2020. Oh, man. Look at the math 500 there. was the cap. Remember? 500 yeah. was the cap at that time. So and it didn't go to a draw, either. There was no. a winner. So, yeah, I was wrong there. Um, well, then. It's interesting, uh... I guess. But yeah, yeah, I don't so know. Julia didn't get pinned. Um, so Utami got pinned. That's wild. Oh. And well, Utami did win after that. So, so yeah. that lends credence to my theory that Mike or Suzu might pin the other. Then the one just wins. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. oh man, this is that's gonna be a giveaway though for sure. Um, if it's Suzu, yes. Because then. If Suzu wins here, I think that would make it very obvious that Mike wins. I think if Suzu wins here, you have to have Mike win. Um, yeah. And I think that would be smart because I'm operating off the idea that Suzu wins, right, at, at the big mm -hmm. show. Um, but if Mike is going to win at the big show, then Suzu definitely should beat her here because that's the story is that Mike simply cannot beat Suzu. And I think that yeah. would be a great way to do it is if, you know, if Mike was winning. Um, if Mike is not winning, just keep them out of the. Out of the decision here because that would just be rough <laughs> <laughs> all right um that'll be a good match anyway though i think that's uh yeah. that's a good time so last oh, show to wow. preview then is on monday um i think it's a monday oh yeah christmas day obviously christmas day. uh monday the 25th uh this is new blood 12 uh this had a bit of a change in the card when stardom was notified that they had booked chanyota and then forgot to put her in a match <laughs> Um, so they apologized and they like cut a video where my Sakurai was trying to like riz up some office guy and was like, Hey, you should my friend Chanyota. New president. Yeah, he's been on screen a little bit too much for my like him. Get 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 him off. Get yeah, here, they're, they're doing a lot of bits with um, him. Uh even okay. just Twitter bits, like I know Sakashima like was tweeting about how What is what is he in like man? This is disgusting. Um he's so no yeah, God. they changed the card. Uh, my Sakurai did, in fact, raise up the guy and got Chanyota booked. So they suck. changed the card. I'm, I'm very happy about that, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, that, like, I think that that's the best way to do it. It's just like, shit, just, I mean, our bad. You can work here. Yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why not? They probably paid for it. So you might as well put her on the show. <laughs> like, I'd imagine yeah. they pay in advance. Um, anyway, the opening match, or at least what's. You know, first on the docket here is uh, Kurara Sayaka versus Saya Kamatani in uh, the debut match of Sayaka. So, um, I mean, Saya's going to win. I don't. I don't think we have to <laughs> the preview here. Just yeah, I, it I, down. 
I'm interested in if like I think the thing with these rookie matches is I kind of am interested if their opponent is like indicative of what type of wrestler they are. Like mm. is I wonder if Sayaka is going to be flashy, right? Because that's kind of how Saya is and what Saya combats, right? Um, so I would be interested in seeing that, or if this will be kind of a styles clash. I do we know if either of these wrestlers have like background outside of the uh, Sheeta thing for Rob? I haven't seen anything, but to be honest, I haven't done my adequate research there. So it's possible that they have, but I haven't seen it. I know they usually get profiles either. on some website, but I don't I don't know what one it is. Yeah, I mean, we'll see, but I, I think that's the more interesting thing is like how they mesh with their uh, opponents, right? With um, Saya here and with Shuri in the next match. Because, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm ultimately just interested mm-hmm. in the style that they go for and what they kind of, how, how they debut, you know? I love these debut matches. Yeah, they're they're always interesting. Um, I haven't seen anything on Karara Saka, so I don't think anybody's got a pro. So I'll have to wait and see yeah, until I, after I the debut. Seen anything about her either? No. Um, so that's that one, and then we obviously have Rani Yagami uh, debuting against Siri. So you know, uh, prayers up for Rani Yagami. Punch her. Survive. Like, I don't know, just yeah. the stance she's got, she should just punch her in the face. I think that would oh, be yeah. really like, cool. Oh, yeah, like, that's the thing with Rana, is I'm very excited, because she looks stanced up all the time. Yeah. So that looks like somebody ready to cause chaos. Like, throw, throw a Kushida punch, man. <laughs> like, just <laughs> just throw one. Oh, yeah. Um, the next match, then, is Maysera versus Hina. Uh, this was as a result of the change with Chanyota getting added. Um, so I, I guess Maysera wins. Because that, yeah, yeah this, this could Hina. be an interesting kind of test for Hina. Because, like I said, she's yeah. had like four or five singles matches this year, so it's kind of good to get this rep in against Miss Sarah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, match after has My Sakurai and Chan Yota versus Roka and Rina. Um, I don't know if I wonder if does Chan Yota win and challenge Rina, or is she is she ineligible for the future belt? I will check. Because I feel like she might be a little bit too. Uh, they long. they increased it though. Um, so she was, she is she, was she not? Is she? She's eligible because she was twenty twenty one. Yeah. Um, right, so she's okay. eligible for. Yeah, another year, pretty much. All right, yeah, well, nine months. Um, I was thinking that they win this over Ruaka and then challenge for the new blood belts. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that's. Because I feel like either Rina... way, there's a challenge coming from this. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I, I feel like I feel like the next match is where we get arena challenge. Mm. Oh yes, I see where you're coming from. All right. Um, we're in and agreement it's anyway. Suzuki's beating Haruka Umasaki. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have we have Maya and Chanyota going over anyway. Uh, yes, in that one. Um, and then yeah, we have Haruka Umasaki representing. Like... Apologies. I would like to see Rina okay. and Rock a challenge for the tag belts. Um, I think that's like an easy, you know, it's it's pretty easy, but I don't think they do it here because obviously. No. That's, that's fair. Uh, we have Haruka Umasaki of Diana, uh, the world champion of Diana, actually, teaming with Mio Amasaki to take on Hanako and Yuzuki. So uh, I, I imagine the team with a world champion on it is going to win. Yes. Just um, a hunch. 
depending on what the next new blood is, if it is West, I could see Miu challenging, uh, winning this match yeah. over either of them and challenging yeah. Rina. I have that vibe too, um, especially because they've kind of run through a lot of Rina challengers already. Yeah. Um, I mean, Hanako already faced her, didn't she? Oh yeah. She did. well, Hanako she faced her already, and At the Lady West C. Lacey's not eligible anymore. Yeah, and so like, unless you wait for one of the other new rookies to come along, it's it's basically Mio Amasaki. <laughs> so. It's a shame that they're not going to run Hina versus Rina for the belt. Um, it's a little too predictable, I guess. But it's just an easy thing to do. Like you know, like uh, is. Like, Hina just isn't committed enough to really yeah justify it. I guess. When's the so, last time uh, they ran that? I I apologize. I know I'm just kind of yapping. Um. Mm-hmm. I I am fluent in Japanese. I don't know if y'all know about that. Uh, that is horrendous. horrendous. That, that, that is not so my joke. That's awful. not my joke. That is like a very like, that's a pretty common joke. Um, you should not have said it. <laughs> the last time that that Rina and Hina have had a a singles match in Stardom was Golden Week last year. Um. Yeah. Right. And and bef- before that, it was in twenty twenty one, and then before that. It, they did all of their matches that were like two minutes. Um, yes. So they've only had a, a couple like real singles matches. Uh, Rina's won all of them since like late 2020. It's crazy. Poor Hina. Oh, wait, no. Um, Hina, Hina, Hina oh. won one in 2021. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So yeah, I would run that, but obviously Maysara is not is not taking that lick <laughs> to to put to bump Hina up for that title match. So no, Rina, I don't. I don't think unless so. Rina's like, okay, Hina, stop dodging me. Let's wrestle. Unless like it's a reverse nom, uh, that's not happening. I would I would not get my hopes up. Um, the main event then of the show is a New Blood Tag Championship match. It is Hanan and Saida defending against Amisori and Lady C. Um. Yeah, Lady C and Ami were a late replacement because Waka is injured. So the storyline with Waka and the new wrestler is off. So we get Hanan and Anita here. Taining, presumably. Hopefully. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know. I think the last thing you want to do is do a cross-faction New Blood Rain. It just... Yeah, because it doesn't matter enough. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh but it matters enough to where it would be kind of like a thing. Yeah. It's right so. in the icky spot. Yeah. So that's everything. Um, no, not a, a huge amount happening, but enough to keep us going. I hope they um, get year-end climax up before, because last year they didn't get it up before the the Ryu Goku show. Um, seem a lot better so, this year. So nobody watched lately. it. <laughs> that's fair. Seem better lately, so I would yeah. hope so. Although they did um, only get the weekend show up on Tuesday, was it? And I was like, you only ran once. You could have got that quicker. But you know, it's yeah, but okay. Nikata is pretty far away. That's true. Like I said. Um, so. But somebody should. Yeah, sure somebody's at the home base now, so I don't know. I don't know how we're actually going to do this because Grand, sorry, Dream Queendom is on a Friday. So oh. if we record on Wednesday, it only leaves us up with Thursday morning. You're you're only getting a day less than a day because it's a very early show so most people have to listen to it thursday else it won't work so there's a world where we record on tuesday that's saint stephen's day um that doesn't mean anything to me yeah but that's, that, that's you know, boxing day 
for the Boxing Day. Yeah, like things might be very busy. So yes, yeah, we'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah, because it's an odd week because you have three shows and then three days rest and then the big sumo hall show. So there's a chance where we don't get to see year end climax. We'll also have to. We just... We'll also have to preview the uh, triangle derby show because that's that will be the morning before we record. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, that is uh, our headache to sort out. Um, but for now, we'll be back sometime next week. <laughs> um, God and boy. yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, that was this episode. It is time to close the show, unless you have any closing remarks, Dylan. Um, like I said, uh, happy holidays, everybody. I hope you all have a, a good time. Um, thank you for having us a part of your holiday week. I don't know. like Motherfuckers are busy. If y'all listen to this week, uh, you you a real one. Like I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I just hope everybody has a happy holidays, because you know, I appreciate y'all. I don't say it enough. You know, Thanksgiving was last month, but I, I do really, I am very thankful for everybody who tunes in, everybody who participates in the Discord, um, the Five Star Network Discord, and, you know, talks over there with us about the show and about Star and whatnot. And yeah, I'm just, I'm feeling very thankful and grateful for uh, all y'all motherfuckers who listen and whatnot. So, Discord is nice. It's, uh, yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of neat. Um, yeah, I guess with that, close the show if you want to stand you may stand if you want to sit you may sit believe today shine tomorrow you decide what you believe in Ijo. Ijo.